Hello, everyone. Hello. Uh, we have, uh, well, congratulations to them, first of all. I think we should give them another round of applause. Um, um, yes, we have uh, Jill Halfpenny here, who plays Sam. We have Babu Cisse, who plays Manny. We have Lewis Arnold, who directs, and we have... Levi David Adai, who we have to blame for <laughs> our <laughs> ruined feelings and uh, kind of, you know, knots of tension. Um, Levi, I should start with you. Where did this idea come from? Obviously, Damilola, our love boy, your last drama for the BBC, uh, was incredibly well received. Uh, there are maybe some detectable parallels, but they're also very different uh, elements in there. So wh where did this, where does it start? Kind of uh, take us back to then. Oh, yeah, the, um, yeah, it's a funny one, this one. The, it's like there's kind of two, there's two routes for me into how this came about, basically. Firstly, was kind of my kind of general curiosity about how people make their money. Um, working, you know, for myself, writer, means I get to be out and about during nine to five when most people are meant to be at work. And especially where I live as well, you might see people, oh, that's a nice car. Oh, I wonder what he does for a living. Oh, that's a nice house. They're, they're, they're doing the garden. What are, what are they up to? And how do they make their money? Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's always been that in the back of my mind, just trying to, you know, I'm always about characters and people, just yeah. trying to find out what's, what's behind, you know, people that we see and the facades they, you know, present, et cetera. And then secondly, came from actually where uh, I have a daughter and um, there was a drama school nearby that I decided to, you know, enroll her in. Um, it was like on a Saturday, hour and a half, so it was great for me because I could catch up with work in the car kind of thing because it was a really busy period for me. But, and while I was there and, you know, taking her there, you know, I kept quiet what I'd done. I just, like, you know, tried to keep incognito and kind of enjoy, you know, seeing the children and different families and the mixture of people, yeah. For roles. Well, at this minute. So, so I just keep myself to myself and let them think I'm on the dole or something like that, do you know what I mean? Um, you know, you'd be surprised. Um, so, but then it was just interesting during, you know, the time spent there listening to the promises that will be made by the, the drama school kind of leaders and that. One of the big selling points was that, you know, we're going to be doing showcase in the West End and there's always opportunities for auditions, you know, for, you know, soaps, East Enders, whatever, and sometimes American producers this and that. And it was just really interesting watching the um, parents kind of just absorb this and lap this up. Mm. Now, me being in industry, I know that it's not that easy and straightforward, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Just because you might get an audition doesn't equal you're going to be starring in, you know, a West End <laughs> yeah. show or anything like that. And it was just really interesting to me just to see how also how easily trusting the parents were mm. to these people that they didn't know yeah. just that they'd done this you know they 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 were part of this kind of um arena which is you know uh, performing arts mm. and such was their hopes and, and you know dreams for their children they were willing to just yes sure yeah. let's get involved with that yeah. let me push my child into this and i don't know i was kind of a bit disturbed by that because for me as i said it's coming from the industry and seeing the industry not that i you know i'm coming into it thinking about things negatively, but I'm just like, you don't know these people, mm. these are strangers, and you're trusting your child to be left with these people, for your child to be ferried around the place, to be amongst pretty much adults as well. And mm. I was like, what is that? Why do, why, do, why do people do that? And so as I said, I was, you know, Saturdays was my time to catch up on the stuff I couldn't do, and get away from the other children in my house as well. <laughs> but um, through that, I kind of pushed aside what I was working on inside just to put things down, because the families particularly, and certain characters I see, they will just kind of stick with me. And mm -hmm. so, and I'm a very character-driven person. People, you know, I see, if there's people that, you know, interest me, I'll kind of remember them, and they'll just buzz in the back of my mind until it manifests somewhere in some of my work. 
so this family just kind of came together really of you know this and um, i think because i was the one taking my daughter to to this um, yeah. drama school yeah. the manny character kind of came like do you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. and that kind of um thing of you know when you've got this child who has the possibility of entering a career that is totally different to let's say the family what the family's background is mm. and, you know and the opportunities that might be ahead and, and, and the glitz and the glamour etc and how that could blind certain um decisions you might make as a parent yeah. Yeah. compared to, let's say, if it was, you know, a random stranger asking your child to come along, you see how we'd be very different, like, what, who are you, blah, 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 but this yeah. one, it's like, all the fences were kind of down. Yeah, so yeah. I started to put things together, you know, and just um, explore what would it be like if a child, one of, you know, a child in this family had these opportunities, but something went wrong, what would the parents do? Mm. And I kind of pushed that kind of further, and, and um, being as well, obviously, like, aware of the whole kind of NDA and the non-disclosure payoffs mm. thing, just because... It's been pretty much the fabric of, you know, society for God yeah. knows how long, yeah. you know, Sunday tabloid stuff. You know, I'm a football fan, for instance, and then you'll be reading Sunday paper the whole day, you know, that kind of silhouette of the, of the, 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 the non yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. who's yeah. that person kind of thing. And I just wondered, like, you know, gosh, these things, they're just so frequent. Mm. I just wondered, like, what would happen if, you know, a family who had invested so much in their children in terms of the performing arts, mm. one child has that massive breakthrough and something like this would happen? Like how would they respond to it? Yeah. Because obviously, just you know, that kind of situation we see there, thrown to most people, like, what if that happened to my child? I wouldn't, I wouldn't take the money. I wouldn't do this. I wouldn't yeah, do that. Yeah. But you know, I thought, oh, but it's, I'm sure there's so many people that would have said that, and then it's come to their doorstep, and they have actually taken the money. And I was just really intrigued about why that was, yeah. especially being a parent as myself yeah, yeah, as yeah, well, yeah. you know. Completely. And so, yeah. So as I said, I just kind of put that together, and yeah. you know, I was fortunate that um, Piers Wenger, uh, head of BBC Drama. Um, Okay, he yeah. um, he listened to the idea <laughs> yeah, and he, he got it, he got yeah, it straight yeah, away, yeah. you know, because um, it was you know it wasn't fully formed, you know, initially, mm. but I kind of knew that that this is what happens, and now mm. we're gonna explore how the family deal with it, and yeah. particularly is there any way of getting justice, peace, yeah. or how do you move on from that? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, yeah. yeah. You mentioned uh, the Manny character almost being representative of you, uh, Babu. How does it feel to be <laughs> kind of his, his proxy? Um, <laughs> Big shoes to fill, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I wonder, this is both for you and Jill, um, when you kind of get something like this or when you hear about something like this, what were your first thoughts? Were you kind of... Uh, was there any apprehension? Because it's kind of a big, uh, yeah, big sort of. Well, no apprehension because obviously I've, you know, I worked with Levi before, yeah, and yeah. so there's always excitement. But I, I wanted to, I was, you know, you do think, well, is it going to be just about what's on in the headlines? But yes. once I started reading, obviously Levi never writes anything obvious, so you sort of think, well, okay, what is he looking at? He's looking at this family. So in a very short space of time, I went on this website where parents are chatting a lot, I won't name check it, but uh, parents <laughs> chat a lot about their children and so on and so forth. I just started looking down and then, you know, that led me to YouTube, to these um, child stars, and I was sort of looking at what their lives were. Yeah. And one of the videos, I suddenly saw these two amazing cars. This, um, you know, um, it's like the BMW X6, but a Benz yeah. version of it, an Audi version, and I'm thinking, wow, and if you look back three years to where those people lived before and now, you know, all of that just sort of got me and thought, okay, so, but that's based, you know, even if you've got this child that's become um, famous from, say, being on YouTube and advertising sugar yeah, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> glue and things like that, you think, <laughs> yeah. okay, that's, that's amazing in itself. But if you have the backdrop of something as hideous as what happens. Yes. Isaac being mm. there, how, what do you do, you know? Yeah, yeah. Once I saw that, I just, yeah. Yeah. I was interested to explore it further. Yeah, yeah. and um, 
how was the route in for you, Jill? Did you kind of understand Sam straight away? Did you understand the way she behaves? Because I suppose, um, yeah, as you mentioned, Levi, you instantly put yourself in the shoes of the mentors. Yes. You? And you kind of, and as the show goes on, I've been lucky enough to see a few more episodes. It continues to ask these difficult questions, both of the characters and of the audience. Yeah, I mean, um, I was really yeah. intrigued by how shameful mm. the whole experience would be for the family yeah. and how when something like this happens, it's traumatizing, but it's it's steeped in shame. Yeah, yeah. And they, I think the, the, the family's MO up until now on has been, you know, let's just not talk about things very much mm. and let's get on with it, as we see with the relationship with Sabrina. Yes, I don't think that's yeah, been dealt yeah, with yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we've just put it in a little box <laughs> and we'll just carry it on. Yeah. And um, I thought it was really interesting, like you say, to be able to go inside the lives mm. of these ordinary people where something extraordinary had happened mm. to them. Their son had been given a role in a Hollywood movie yeah. and then something horrific then happened yeah. with that. Yeah. And I just thought that that was really intriguing in many ways. And I was thinking about this today, you know, and I was, when me and Babu and Lewis were sort of talking about it for hours and hours before we started shooting. And, you know, in, in some ways, the decision that... Um, that Isaac makes, which is, you know, I don't want anyone to know. Mm. Of course, as parents, we want to feel like we would do everything possible yeah. to protect our child. But in some ways, that kind of suits Sam and Manny that he doesn't want anyone to know because yeah, yeah, yeah. then they can just put it in that box <laughs> yeah. and yeah. see if they can survive mm. doing it that way. Obviously, I think we all know that yeah, that's yeah, not going to yeah. work out for them. Yeah. And it, especially when it's something that, traumatic and that mm. shameful, I think there's always going to be an explosion of some yeah, sort. I don't yeah. think you can live with that sort of toxic, se yeah. like, secretiveness. I mean, even not being able to speak to their own daughter, that yeah. was really interesting yeah, for yeah, us. Yeah. To have something like that and not be able to share it with your immediate family, yeah. let alone the rest of the world, yeah. to have to live with that. We, yeah. we That was the thing that we found really exciting to explore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we see kind of the thing kind of climbing out of the box at the end of that first episode, and um, Lewis, the, the episode has these really striking framing images, you know, um, Isaac beneath the water at the start, kind of submerged, and then he comes out, and it's this kind of big kind of pool party. Um, and the end with you, Babu, just kind of completely broken, dwarfed by this mansion that's been bought with hush money. Yeah. <laughs> really rubbing it in, really, really letting Manny have it. Yeah. Um, but, um, but Lewis, was that something that was in the script? Were, were those images that, that came to you, that kind of, that you, how did, how did they come about? Because they're really uh, It varies, and, yeah. it, it, it varies. Some, obviously, Levi are integral to the characters, and then some we find as a team, you know, it's, it's obviously not just my decisions, it's the DOP, yeah, and the production yeah. design, the location manager. Yeah. And I think early on we would talk a lot as a team about the honesty of the emotion mm. and a lot of the, the decisions in terms of where to place the camera, how to, you know, whether we go inside the pool yeah, or in yeah, terms yeah. of underwater and what we're trying to say about Isaac came from a collective conversation with an incredible team mm. built around the project. Um, and we tried to create, it was a tough schedule, but we tried to create room on the floor to respond you know mm. you're dealing with kids you're dealing with material where you think you know what it is and then yeah. you get it on the floor and yeah, you know yeah. your instincts are saying no it's not this so it yeah. wasn't as simple as we wanted to do really great images and it's this and it's that yeah, it was yeah, yeah. trying to be open and responsive and yeah. having a great team that supported that process yeah. really were there any direct examples of having to change things in that first episode that we just watched 
loads. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Filmmaking is an inevitable yeah. uh, continuation of a, of a story that evolves and decisions that, that evolve yeah. as, as you go. I mean, there's so much stuff that's not in there that's cut. There's, mm. there's things that we've, we've evolved and changed. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the, that's yeah, the process yeah, yeah. That's of filmmaking. The of it. yeah, it'd be unfair for me to be specific. Yeah, 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 of course. Um, uh, there were some laughs as well, though. I think maybe, like, obviously amid the tension, like, kind of, and I think um, it's, it's a feature of it that it has these kind of sharp turns from real tragedy to humour, and it's very kind of human and kind of based, rooted in reality and stuff. Like, how do you... Uh, and the chemistry between the characters, the chemistry between your characters, between the family, feels very real and authentic. Um, how do you kind of keep morale kind of up on something like this when the material is well, quite dark and traumatic? And a, a, a scene like the a scene like the one with um, when he actually shows his parents. Yeah. Yeah. The video. It's it's Lewis really. Yeah. It's brutal and it's. We saw that for the first time. Oh wow! Right then and there, wow. you know, because I think Lewis it's wanted. Extraordinary. Yeah, he. he uh, I think it was how right actually in the end, how you know, and be... also. Rebecca as well saw it for the first time mm. when it was her turn. Wow. Uh, you know, we'd created uh, something then. You kind of, in that way, you're not really even, you're kind of reacting to yeah. that and your imagination, what you think, yeah. how horrible it would be, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to ask that. Did you have the sort of, did you think of how Manny and Sam would react? Or do you kind of, is it natural to go to that kind of personal well? Do you know what? It's a bit of both, isn't yeah, it? But absolutely. we had spent some time together. We'd mm -hmm. had a, a, a week, a week yeah. was it, beforehand? Mm -hmm. And, you know, not to sound too cheesy, but you, you <laughs> very quickly, especially when you're dealing with these type of subject matters, you yeah. just become very close very yeah, quickly. Yeah. So by the time we got to that scene, you know, Max was was our little Isaac, he was our little boy, you know, yeah, and that was yeah, just yeah. it. It was yeah. just, you just felt immensely protective of him from yeah, the from yeah. the get-go, and the same with Tut and Olive. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. They've both been incredibly generous at the moment. The, the reason there's chemistry <laughs> is because you've got two lead actors who set a precedent where they're very open and generous with mm. their cast, and from then on it trickles mm. down, and yeah, I think it created yeah. an incredibly warm and open environment but it come it came from their energy yeah, they're yeah. very and your energy they're very <laughs> they're very and very modest whereas <laughs> I, I am not modest uh, so you want uh, a yeah. chance to not be modest um we'll come to you um uh, <laughs> levi um i wanted to ask about obviously the research uh, for something like this and kind of um obviously it's fiction um but i imagine you felt that it was important to like honor Kind of the reality of people that have kind of gone through things like this. How did you, how did you approach that? You kind of, it, it, it sort of touches on lots of different worlds. There's kind of media, there's mm. law, there's kind of. So did you become an expert in all these various <laughs> things? Like it's, it's very impressive. That yeah. You've done it, yeah. No, I had a lot of experts around me. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Particularly the law stuff, for instance, yeah. and you know. Um, one, uh, one of the exec producers, he's a qualified lawyer, so he was really useful Handy. in terms of thing. <laughs> but in terms of the, you know, the subject matter and that mm. as well, you know, I was already on the way, you know, writing a script, etc. And um, the Forge production company was mm. really good in arranging a meeting with the Tavistock, that deal with uh, yes. children's service, etc. Where, um, you know, speaking to two child psychologists who mm. just laid it out raw. Yeah. You know, this yeah. is nowhere near what's yeah. really happening mm. in our country right now. It's, yeah, it's yeah. exciting. I literally just had to have a drink afterwards. It took me a long time to get home, you know. Yeah. I was, yeah. again, being a father myself as well and just yeah. hearing such a, you know, the, the horrors that's going on out there. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that yeah. really, I mean, I was always striving for the truth and, you know, 
to, to sh really show respect as well mm. to, to the many survivors of you know yeah, yeah, yeah. different kinds of use that's been happening for over many years. And so to hear these guys, you know, just lay it out raw and you know, and their kind of passion mm. to really do something about it, you know, it's just you know they're the real heroes really yeah, to be able yeah. to do that day after day after day. And so for me, it just kind of added more fuel, I guess, to be to make sure I really yeah. get it right and make it unique as well. Yeah, you know, Isaac's story is Isaac's story. Mm. There might be similarities or to you know to people, but it's his it's his story. Yeah. What yeah. I kind of hope that you know, well, once you know people get to see the, the entirety of the mm. the series, they can see that there is a seed of hope there. Yeah, that it's not the end. Whatever happened in the past, yeah. that's not yeah, the yeah. end of your story. Yeah, there is a way you can progress and move forward. Yeah. Chance so, to tell um, that sort of redemptive, yeah, positive exactly. outcome. Um, Lewis, you've got to presumably make your own sort of mini sci-fi blockbuster as well. <laughs> Do you know what? <laughs> you know what? So you got two in one. Ironically, I didn't. No. The schedule was so tight. I had a friend from LA who's a VFX oh, guy wow. come over and we storyboarded it together oh, and they fantastic. got to go and have fun doing that without me. Was that fun to kind of occupy this kind of, you know, bizarro... That was really annoying. Level. We were filming, I think that day we were filming Something like... Sad. <laughs> crying again and I was getting calls and texts of, look, we're blowing stuff up and pretending to do it and I was just like, oh, great. You know. no. um, it's one of those things, sometimes as a director it would have been lovely too, but yeah. it's like you have to, the greater good. So yeah, yeah, they yeah, did like, they only did like a half a day on it yeah. and just did like, they did like five shots and then everything else is... Um, just full CGI. Um, yeah, yeah. But we did a lot. We did a lot of work on the um, the posters and all that stuff. Yeah, Beck, yeah, Beck's yeah. Our designer, you know, it was a big thing for the premiere in it too. And mm. just trying to cr try and do your best with the fact that you're competing with the bigger franchises. It's, it's hard, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, yeah, so just to tease enough that you can sell that. Yeah, that it kind of feels real and stuff. Um, you mentioned the the younger actors. They're so impressive, oh, like yeah. all of them. They're kind of um, and over the whole season, the series as well. Yeah, um, that is. What was that like for you guys? I mean, presumably you've worked with younger actors before. Is it is it a can it be a lottery sometimes <laughs> or you know? I mean, they they they're fantastic and kind of what is it like i think i, th I think it can be a lottery but yeah. it's we, we we hit lucky yeah. we won. <laughs> i mean yeah. they, they were fantastic yeah. and uh you 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 like literally watch them get better and better mm. every day like it yeah. was they, they were, they're like sponges it's yeah. amazing so lewis would talk to them and ben uh, their coach as well <laughs> would work with them and they would just grow and grow mm. every single day, and mm. it was amazing to watch. Yeah, you felt um, like properly proud of them. It was, it was a. I mean, it's a massive. You know, Victor and, and Seth, obviously, who cast it. You know, when yeah. he found them from a pool yeah, of yeah, people, yeah. we brought Ben Perkins in, who's a, a acting workshop mm. who who workshopped them and was across the job mm. with us to help. I think every department did their best. The camera team were incredibly supportive of them. You know, some sometimes they don't hit marks. All of the actors, you know, the whole family, everybody embraced mm. them and as Jill said I think they really grow I mean Max in episode three is outstanding yeah, yeah, yeah. just grows across yeah. it as well yeah I mean he has a scene in four and three again mm. you know and I think it was a real pleasure uh, yeah. but I think everybody you know embraced mm. the fact that it was the thing that scared me the most about the project was yeah. you know I think Isaac's role would be difficult for an adult actor and I yeah. remember it was a thing that and they were really good excuse to be a bit naughty as well. Oh yeah, they were. <laughs> yeah, it's just like when they were doing things like <laughs> nicking chocolate from the props, which we were like, "Get me some." <laughs>
Yeah. They were great. But also, they never went deep. They never went dark into it in the same way. No, they yeah. right. So they never carried that energy. Right. So they yeah. were always, totally if we were up. all in a, in a place, they'd come up to you and be singing whatever, it, Baby Shark. Oh baby, God, shark. That, that baby, baby Shark. That Baby Shark thing huge. did <laughs> my head. Oh, Do you remember that day we were doing a scene? And Olive. Yeah. yeah. I think you'd have got short odds on Baby Shark being the soundtrack. <laughs> There the was one we day we watched. were doing a scene, me, you, Max, yep. we're at the dinner table in the big house. It was really intense, this mm. scene. And we, we're all chatting together and then Max has to get up and leave. And he's just left with me and Barbie <laughs> having this really serious conversation. And it's like on my, on my close-up and I'm having this conversation with my boo. And I can see something in the corner of my eye. It's really distracting. And I'm looking and I'm going, what is it? And Max, <laughs> he was literally doing the floss. <laughs> just like sort of like to From himself. Like deeply upset and I was like, I'm right. so sorry, yeah. mate, but you just yeah, really yeah, yeah. put me off. If you, watch, if you watch any child under the age of 15 for long enough, they will stop. Indeed. <laughs> in my experience. Indeed. Um, um, Levi, uh, to come back to you, I mean, you touch on it there, but kind of that, that balance between material that is heightened and the kind of worst imaginable situation for people and is kind of melodramatic in some ways, but getting it to feel um, real and authentic mm. and grounded. And there's a, lot of, there's a lot of just kind of real stuff that the mentors mm. are dealing with, kind of, you know, sort of inter-family tension and... Um, the the, the um, uh, Manny's mum, who, uh, who I don't know if it's a spoiler to say, it makes some hilarious returns. Yeah, that, uh, really spoke to me. Uh, it's so she, good. Brilliant. The, uh, yeah, the, uh, and Thomas. Yeah, yeah the African mum that won't sort of leave and attention of the wife. Um, but um, yeah, I wondered for you, like, uh, how do you? Was it difficult to kind of strike that balance? I kind of, I, I guess it works for everyone, really. Kind of the just hitting the right tone and getting the mood right and sort mm. of, yeah, making things kind of feel big and dramatic, but, but presumably also realistic. And mm. yeah, was, was that something that you kind of, yeah, did, did you kind of, was it a challenge? Was it difficult? Um, honestly, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason why, I, I guess I just write me. Yeah. You know, yeah, I've, I've yeah. learned now just not to um, let genre, mm. um, ex, um, expectations, yeah. what channel is it going to be on, <laughs> who's going to be watching it to affect my work. Yeah, you know, yeah, in yeah. the early days of my career, it would be like, okay, I've got, okay, I'm dealing with this subject, so I've got to be more like this, <laughs> or I've got to be more like that. And it just squeezes the uniqueness of what yeah. I'm just trying to do. I guess yeah. what I'm trying to say is I just do me. Yeah, that's, yeah, that, yeah. that's all I can do. It's, yeah. it's, it's really tough in this industry to stand out, and every time... When I get, you know, younger writers or just people ask, oh, you know, yeah. ask for advice. Or so you just got to do you. Whatever makes mm. you unique, yeah. you just do that. Yeah. And so for me, my tone, my tone is my world. And the people that know me know that I'm actually a really yeah. funny guy, and it's really mad when I see my CV. <laughs> I see Dark Buddy, and obviously downloading my murder. I'm like, man, like, what, what is going on here? But it, it's, it's just, you know, life as well is just can be random, you know yeah. what I mean? Even in the darkest moments when you're going through hell, mm. there's always these weird kind of humorous moments, like how did this pop up kind of thing. Yeah. So it's not, you know, it's not something intentional, I guess, is what I'm yeah, saying. It's yeah, just, yeah, this is yeah. my tone that even when I yeah. go into those things, I will find those moments that just humanizes what's going on. So it's less of the issue, it's more yeah. of the character and the people. Because yeah. as human beings, we know we're not just carrying around issues. We are yes. people that are going on a journey and there'll be highs and lows yeah, and all yeah, sorts yeah, of stuff. Completely. So we're here as well. And when you bring people together mm. as well, like as you say, with the family dynamics and the, and how that works, you know, mm. for me, that's all just very natural because, yeah. you know, before this incident happened, these people mm. were living a life. Yeah, and yeah, now we yeah, meet them yeah. at this specific point, yeah, but yeah, the yeah. dynamics haven't changed just yeah. because of that. It's always been going on. So 
people were, you know, at loggerheads before, they'll still be at loggerheads until <laughs> something dramatic happens or a revelation happens. And so, yeah, it's all pretty much, you know, mm. that's how I, to keep it more grounded, because there is the temptation to make it more heightened sometimes, yeah, yeah, especially yeah. when you are working with the, you know, with the BBC, it's a great, grand, great mm. place of you know newest dramas, and then there's a little old me coming in. You know, it's an attempt <laughs> to be like, okay, I guess I got to be more like that to fit in. But then, as I said over the years, I kind of learned, no, just just be yourself. Yeah, you know, yeah. and let these characters breathe, and, and people will recognise these characters, whether they love them or hate them. At mm. least they will say, oh yeah, they're believable. I know someone like that, or mm. I, I I get what they're trying to do here. You know, and so. Yeah, that's kind of my favorite thing to do. <laughs> Did you always, was it always clear exactly where Levi was coming from, Lewis? Presumably that's quite... I mean, it's an op I mean, the great thing about Levi is he's incredibly open, so whenever mm. you are confused, and sometimes, you know, you, you read something differently, uh, mm. you know, you just call him or text him and be like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. we're thinking it's this, mm. what do you think? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and sometimes <laughs> Levi, you know, it, it's, you know, sometimes he'd be like, actually, that's interesting, but it's not that, and some, you know, right, you just okay. have to be yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, open communication. Um, do I sense that maybe there were too many phone calls from? Just <laughs> 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 really, it was, you know, I love Abu. You know, worked with him. You know, he's well, yeah, this is like, your second time working. Yeah, yeah, a fellow staff Londoner, you know, is this affinity there that you can't really, you know, you can't really describe. It's just you know, it's a sour thing. But however, I just the reason why I smiled because I remember there was one, uh, there was something early in the process where he called me up about a question, and he was expanding on the question, exploring, exploring it, and then after a few minutes later, it's like, and that's why you wrote it. Thank you for listening. To <laughs> and that's why it's great to work back to like like Babin. I haven't worked with Jill before, but having her, you know, involved in this goes like wow, like she is something like literally I love it when actors can, you know, when they're performing, you know, stuff I've written, whatever, and I forget, and I could just be an audience member and be mm. like, mm-mm, what kind of decision is this? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the mark for me for a great actor, and I've yeah. got to really thank, you know, again, yeah, yeah, Lewis yeah. and Victor and Seth, um, you know, the cast and people really putting a tremendous team together, because that, for me, is a mark of, you know, a great actor. If you can make me forget that I was even involved in the process, yeah. Then you get my, you know, my badge of, um, of you know, kind of uh, congratulations <laughs> and well done. Special badges. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I think we're going to take some questions from the uh, from the audience now. I don't know if anybody wants to ask one. Someone in the middle there, all just down there, and then that lady there in the middle. Hello. Hello. Um, question for Levi. Um, I just wondered. Uh, people are going to obviously draw parallels between what they see here and the Weinstein and Jackson scandals. Um, how much of those scandals were an influence for this drama? Um, as I said, I, I began developing, create, developing the idea and actually writing the script before they, those stories actually came mainstream. So it was just really, I was in this really weird position where I was doing this, you know, Thing that just you know was totally original as it were, and then as we was getting closer to I guess getting being greenlit and that the news just exploded and it was like wow wow this thing have you heard have you heard and but for me personally I was like I know these things are going on already like you know there's nothing not not big news for me but however um, I was fortunate enough that I mean both the BBC and the Forge allowed me to continue telling my story though like, there was temptations to like oh can we do this or do that mm -hmm. I remember even there was a time when uh, the football scandal stuff started to come out mm -hmm. and there was a suggestion of like oh perhaps maybe you know in terms of a, a different kind of um, industry that we could look at but I was always very clear that no 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 this is the story about the Mensas you know. Mm -hmm. And that's what goes back to what I was saying about the characters. Everything I do is about the characters, people, humans, and it's their story. So I really commit to their story and telling their story. So everything else is going in the world. You know, that's the factual world. That's, you know, let that happen. But in terms of what I was doing here, it was important that I continued to the, the story that I was creating with the Mensas and see it to its end, you know. So, um, yeah. yeah. 
Um, I think it was the lady in the middle. Um, yeah, it's a question for uh, Lewis. I just wanted to ask if, if you could tell us a little bit about how you work with your actors actually on set when you're rolling. Like, how much are you influencing exactly what they're doing when you're recording? Um, I don't do very much, to be honest. Uh, I cast well. Uh, and then we have a lot of conversations, and then... Um, I mean... He's being modest. No, Lewis, no. Lewis <laughs> really creates an atmosphere um, where you feel brave, you feel supported, you feel like you can take risks. That's a very hard one because you almost don't want to as well, you know? So, yeah, you're being modest. No, Lewis I is think, amazing. I think, that, yeah, it's... I don't do anything with the actors. <laughs> uh, I think you have to have a... I had a really great crew on this, everybody from all the disciplines, uh, and it, there's too many to mention. I think it was an incredibly... I don't know if it was a subject matter, because I have worked on sets that have been incredibly disrespectful, um, but this was an incredibly respectful set. Mm -hmm. People knew when they could laugh and joke. People knew when they could... when they had to, you know, be on and quiet and respectful. Uh, and I think you just have to uh, cast really well, and I'm really lucky that I worked with Victor and, we, and Seth and we, and we brought the cast together. And then you have to trust them. You have to talk to them, communicate with them, uh, talk about the characters, and then you just have to do the work, I suppose, yeah. and, uh, <laughs> you know, say when things aren't right. I mean, I, I was really lucky that I went to the National Film and Television School, and, you know, uh, they kind of teach you how, to a certain extent, to kind of let actors give them the space to work. And, just, you know, sometimes things don't work, but it's about giving them the space. So I don't think I do anything, really, <laughs> but it's about creating the space for them to surprise you. I, I mean, I, and this is something I always say, and I think kind of leave what Levi was just saying as well. Uh, you know, when I do teaching, um, I go back and teach at my old university, and they're really young directors, and they, they have a habit of, they see it in their head, and they're trying to take it out of their head and put it onto a screen, and you see them micromanage everything. Mm. You know, I used to be that person, and I try and say to them that the best thing you can do as a director is actually be surprised. Allow people to surprise you. Allow your cinematographer to set something up that you didn't expect. Allow your location manager to show you something you didn't expect. Because you can say no. You can say, actually, it doesn't work. Actually, what Levi's trying to do here is this, and I think we need to... And I think it's the same with performance. It's give them the space to to bring something and then talk about it. And I don't think I've answered your question, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Lewis always asks what your opinion is about a scene, which might seem really obvious, but not all directors, in no. my experience, <laughs> do do that. So because he asks and because he's always really keen to hear your opinion, what that means is then when something isn't working, then it's a two-way street. So he's like, you know what? I know that you thought you wanted to do that and I can see where you're going, but actually this isn't working. And you're like, yeah, totally trust you. Yeah. It's like he listens to you and he wants to know your opinion and you feel completely valued. So you're definitely underselling yourself. Like yeah. you make everyone feel valued. Everyone. That like, is yeah. like everyone in the cast. I really I think, feel like everyone felt like that. I think it's about not being frightened. People are people and I think it took a long time for me to get to a point where you can get... And, and look, I've been in some bad situations bullied by really big actors. Uh, and you have to kind of get a thick skin and, and, and then realise that, yeah, it's... Uh, and just work, work with people that you like. <laughs> That's the best thing, piece of advice I can say. Um, anyway. That's the one. Good words. Um, anyone else? Yeah, just over there. The middle. Pass it down. And then we'll go up there next. Um, yeah, just to slow just, you down. Just um, interested to know, Jill, just to follow up on what you just said, what your opinion was of the scene in the, in the boardroom with the lawyers. Uh, how did I feel? Yeah, because you didn't say much, and it was all... It was really, really intense, that scene. I was just wondering what your opinion was of how your character reacted 
No. Yeah, we talked a lot about that. <laughs> <laughs> it was Let's not start it, again. <laughs> I, it was really because sometimes your initial reaction would be, but I would say, and it's like, but I'm not Sam. I'm absolutely not Sam at all. And I had to really, really think about how, how there was a feeling of powerlessness and there was a feeling of being completely railroaded. We'd already had the big conversation with the, with the other lawyer sort of earlier on, where he said, look, there's really nothing much you can do. And I think we sort of came to the conclusion that it was almost like an out-of-body experience, like this thing has happened and we're trying to do the best thing we can. And now we're sat in a room and this man just keeps talking at us and now he's gonna give us three million pounds. It's almost like it's an overwhelm, like your brain cannot take in the, the severity and the, the, the sort of the, the weirdness of what's happened. So I mm -hmm. think that's how I approached it, which was just that it was just like she was completely disassociated. It was like, it was almost like she was watching herself, watching it happen to her. I think that's what I came to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we had to think deeply about that moment. We had to. Um, I don't know that the Mensas did. I don't think people do, in general, really think deeply about something, a specific feeling. And so they end up almost getting caught on the river. Next thing you know, you're on the edge of the waterfall. But we had to. And even then, it was, it was so, because in the end, some statistic like 96% of people yeah, take a settlement. This, I'm worried about I'm worried about this us saying about this because right. I, I can't remember where I heard this stat. <laughs> right. oh, I banded it up. around like it was a stat. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's at some time in prep, I don't know where and when, somebody said to no, me. No, that's like if you look over said, yeah, all the crimes. Ninety percent of people over take the money was, the, will was the stat. They'll either settle for the money or they'll settle take a settlement of some sort, maybe less jail time. Someday someone's gonna ask us where we got that stat. I think Louis Arnold to show you one of an audience. <laughs> Going to need a citation. Yeah. Um, Levi, was that as how much dramatic license did you kind of give to that moment in terms of like the pre the time pressure in particular? Mm. I was that was one that was one thing that I was intrigued about. Like. Yeah. So the time pressure that was Mark Pybus. Yes. The exec who was oh, okay, as well. Okay. Where I'm sure he was. I think it was him. Yeah. That told me about in terms of the the time frame that when they have these meetings, every counter has to be settled in that room. There's no right. let me go away, come back tomorrow, yeah, this that yeah, kind yeah. of thing. But everything else was pretty much set up that I knew that this you know this working class family enters this boardroom yeah. with all these kind of suits. Yeah. I just sat around giving them evils kind of thing, <laughs> and that intimidation as well. Do yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah. they they come in thinking, oh they're going to help, they're going to meet. So clearly they want to sort it out because they know that their client's been a naughty boy, let's say, and instead they're kind of on trial and that kind of oh my gosh, what is this kind of yeah, world? Yeah. You you know, so that was all always the aim of that thing to see how, how um, yeah, uncomfortable, scared, confused yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, as I said, yeah, during the process, and I found that you know when they make these offers, it's literally there, and you got to make your you know, wow. give your answer there and then. I was like, wow. what? Like, what? Well, literally, I was like, what? So when yeah, you guys yeah, are watching, yeah. I heard a gasp of that. I was yeah, like, that's yeah, exactly yeah. how I was. When I was <laughs> and there's lots of stuff, even the lawyer scene, the first lawyer scene, all that stuff. I was literally like the mentors going, mm -hmm. okay, but what about if we try this? And then I'll get mm -hmm. you know the research back that oh, they will say this. I was like, okay, but what about this? Because in my mind, as just you know, all you think a crime happens, I just go to the police. Yeah, you think. And then, you, and then you find out about all these hurdles and obstacles just to get 
justice for something yeah. that's happened to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. I thought Joseph was great in that scene. He's here yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Joseph is great yeah. in that scene. I think the lady down here has been waiting patiently. How long was your prep and your shoot and your post? Uh, oh God, really practical questions uh, that I wasn't prepared for. Um, <laughs> I think we had Get like, right. yeah, this is it. Uh, God, someone shout out if I'm wrong. I imagine, there we go, Claudine's here. I just heard a voice. 10 weeks prep. Oh, it's Erica. 10 weeks prep, 10 weeks shoot, and the edit was crazy. My two editors are here, uh, Sasha and Dom, who are the two of the best editors in the business. Uh, that doesn't mean any other director can steal them. They're mine, I own them. <laughs> um, uh, and they had, we double banked, so Sasha, uh, did one and then three, and then while they were cutting two and four, I was basically in between two edits. It was crazy, but it was, you know, when you've got great people around you, it's, uh, yeah, it was, it was good fun. Yeah. Amazing. Anybody else? Gentleman here in the blue shirt, the denim shirt, just in the middle. Uh, congratulations on a, on, a, on a fabulous piece of work. Um, I've got a question probably directed to, to Lewis. Um, the, 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 the piece of video that um, Isaac's got on his phone and the fabulous um, acting of the parents when you were watching that, how did you create that, that atmosphere on set and how did, how did you decide what was going to be on that particular video? Obviously, given that it is the BBC and it's going to be broadcast, but mm. at the same time, you know, there was a lot left to our imaginations and even as a parent, I, I had a sick feeling in my stomach while watching it. Um, two parts to that question, I suppose. I mean, you, you touched on it briefly. Um, we did, uh, well, we did, we decided to do it really early, which was really difficult for Max, who's like, you know, for fourth day on a, on a big sort of shoot, um, early days with the crew and the cast. But we did it early because we felt that it set up everything and every decision and everything we made from that point on. And then Sasha, the, the, the editor, cut a, we basically, me and Ben Perkins, the, uh, acting coach for the kids did a video where basically me and Ben sat in a room and did Jotham, who's here, John's here somewhere, did Jotham's voice. Uh, and then we then got Max to read lines so he didn't have to do it. We got him to do the, the stuff with the camera and put some tear stick on him. And I mean, it, it was really uh, done very crudely and very unemotive. And then we, and then Sasha cut this awfully long. And when I say awfully long, it was about eight minutes long of basically the worst thing you could possibly imagine. And I remember the first time we did it on set, coming up from the monitor and seeing everybody was so still and going into the, uh, going into the, the room and you guys were obviously crying. And Max obviously didn't hear a thing. We had this thing where he basically had earplugs in, so he didn't hear anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Mark, the DOP, who's phenomenal, and all that stuff, none of that stuff was planned. You know, the shot of Bobby where it goes down to the hand, mm. that's not me saying, He's going to grab his hand. That's our wonderful DOP, who was a nature photographer for years, just responding to what's right. going on in front of him, which yeah, is an incredible, incredible attribute to a wonderful uh, DOP and cameraman. And uh, he was crying, and you just the, the, and then the problem with that then was sustaining that. So we then had another version of the video, which had my editor's voice, who uh, is a, has an American accent, and we kind of did a really horrible sort of like. So Ben did a more like the version that John kind of did, mm. but John did it a thousand times better. No offense, Ben. Um, <laughs> and uh, Sasha did one that was really arch. So when we felt that we were losing it, we changed <coughs> the video up. Right. Okay. And that really, again, it was just hard. And in terms of the edit, I mean, like we had a, the f I mean, God. You can imagine the. F I went for really. Because it's three times. In so the first yeah, episode, and the yeah, first you, watch it on yeah. three you never see it so. again. You don't have to worry about that. It's yeah, done yeah, yeah. in episode one. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but um, we had we had so many versions. Yeah. I mean, the first version we presented as 
the kind of cut we liked really went a lot further. And then John, bless him, who plays Jotham, who you meet in episode two, he came into the... I mean, the actors were incredible. Jotham came into the, on, uh, the offline edit and we had a little dictaphone mm. and we recorded a thousand different things. And, you know, and it became a, a game with the execs, with Levi, with Erica, with Mark and the BBC about how much you could show. Because we were saying the reality is you wouldn't... I mean, Jill's on the day, Jill was like, I wouldn't scan it. I would no, watch every no, second no. of it. And, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. so we did. The, the takes in the edit are, I mean, they're long, but obviously mm. it's the BBC. We can't have a 10 minute video of a guy, you know, like we just yeah. can't. So yeah, we yeah. decided that that's how we'd get around it was to scan through just to see if there's nothing worse yeah. than you. Yeah. Um, but that, if that answers your question, it was difficult. Yeah. Uh, and it was probably, you know, it's the challenge of the, of the piece, really. If people mm. don't buy that moment, and what, you need, what we needed to do, and I think we spoke a lot about with Levi, was you need people to not question the, the fact he's filming it. And the only way you can question that, because that, you, know, you could buy a kid now that is savvy enough to record it if they're worried no one will believe them or because of the world we live in. But the thing was, if you believe and you follow the plight of the parents, mm. you won't be asking those questions. And I think these two did a, such a yeah. tremendous job, that, and, and Max, um, that hopefully you don't get bogged down in the logistics of yeah. it. Just kind of go yeah. with it. Well, well, you mentioned about needing to believe it, and I think there's no doubt there. You believe every second, and uh, that runs throughout the episode in the series. Um, congratulations, guys. It's a powerful, important piece of work, and, uh, yeah, really real pleasure to have you here with us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.